Well, welcome to Snyder on Call. I am Julie Snyder. And I am Ann Snyder. And this is a podcast for women. Life journey. I mean. We really began this podcast because so many people in the course of our work, life, intermingling, have come to us with questions about their life. We felt that rather than do one-offs on the advice side, Mm -hmm. we would do this podcast as a better way to address all of the people that needed a little nugget of wisdom from us. Thereby offering unsolicited advice, whether you're seeking it or not. (laughs) The podcast has evolved to a degree. Number one, because my dedicated phone line, although paid for every month by me, is still here and ready for callers seeking advice. We're not a live show. We're a podcast. And we don't ever tell anybody when we're in studio, but we still can't believe no one calls us. Well, somebody offshore has been calling this number about a Microsoft upgrade and they need my credit card. But other than that, we really have not had a lot of two-way interaction other than you interacting with me and right. vice versa. But I don't ever call on the dedicated line. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're going to really close the chapter on something that's been all-consuming for 18 months. We're going to close the chapter on Snyder on Call Does Mother of the Bride. Yeah. We're going to... Check. <laughs> uh, we're, we've done it. And really, we don't want to do anybody else's wedding in our direct family. If you want to book us to do a wedding of your loved one, we are each separate and apart, $350 an hour. Who came up to you? And asked me what my hourly rate was. Yeah, didn't somebody come up to you at the wedding? Yeah, everybody. Yeah. How much? And indeed did have the light blue clipboard, which was Awesome. But we're so we are going to do a big wrap of the wedding. And we also want to come back to something we teed up in our last podcast, which was the fact that Ann and I were going to be on a business trip as a guest of Patrick J. Kennedy. Of the Kennedys. At the Kennedy compound. And we're going to tell you how that whole thing unpacked. So great. Uh, We are going to talk about rural wakes. And then we're going to run through the wedding. Yeah. And maybe we'll end with what I call skinny update. Mm. Skinny problems. Skinny probs. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag struggle. So, and I'm telling you, now we're on ice water because we've had about a gallon of coffee each. Yeah. We're ready to go. And we're ready to go. Ready to go. We'll be right back. Snyder on call. Each evening from December to December, before you drift to sleep upon your cot. (laughs) With your freaking Viking head from... High school. <sighs> Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I am, or I Former, was, formerly no, known as. I was mother of the bride. Yeah, we are fresh off of wedding weekend, the wedding of the year, uh, other than Harry and Meghan. We're, wow, we made it. We did it. Well, I want to kind of break it down. I think the first sort of piece that we're... Well, first, we're going to go overview. Overview was... Spectacular. It was spectacular. We wrote the book on how to do a wedding in Asheville for 95 guests plus bridey and groom 
a standard poodle and a Jack Russell Terrier. Amen. Amen. <laughs> because that's who was on the guest list. It was spectacular. The reason why everything went so well was because it was indeed planned within an inch of its life. Right. And there were contingency plans. We had anticipated. We had packed the go kit. Mm. We had all the money for tips. Oh, thank God. We had that timeline. Mm. Anne had a clipboard, plenty of pens. I was running it like the Academy Awards. My (laughs) my husband's biggest frustration was for like $4.50 at night. Couldn't that hotel give us more than one pen per room? Oh, yeah, room? yeah. He one didn't like pen. that. There was one pen per room. And we we had an amalgamation of rooms at headquarters. For hotel. sure. We had the suite of um, myself and husband. That Which was really like two big rooms. It was fantastic. Like a living room with a master suite. Across the hall, two queens included Master Snyder <sighs> and Maid of Honor. But right next to my my marital suite was her maid of honor, Anne Snyder. <laughs> Short of a connecting door, I know we couldn't have been closer. So I will say that the event was fantastic, if I do say so myself. Mm-hmm. The first part where things could have gone wrong was travel. Yeah, because a lot of people, actually everyone, destination wedding, they were coming via plane train automobile mm-hmm. in- it makes you wonder how people like people who are fortunate enough to have like a, a caribbean destination wedding like jamaica or st thomas grand cayman we stayed in the continental u.s and people came from all over but- and logistically it was a lot mm-hmm. we came in on wednesday via plane to charlotte then drove the two hours Anne and pj came thursday thursday we, same same route. <laughs> we had people flying in. The farthest wedding guests came from Brussels, Belgium. Mm-hmm. And the closest ones came probably from, from Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte. No, we had a guest from Charlotte. Mm-hmm. All in all, everybody got there. And the weather cooperated. It was spectacular. to both travel and ceremony. And fall foliage. So I would say travel check. Mm-hmm. Going home, when we unpack that in reverse, everybody got home fine. Some people left as early as Saturday morning. The wedding was Friday night. Bride and groom actually left on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Most people actually left Saturday. Not me. But not Anne. <laughs> we went to Vigil Mass. We, I had need, we needed mass. an extra day together. We, we <laughs> A day to decompress and shop. And then then we left all of us on Sunday. And <laughs> I had purchased everyone's plane tickets, like separate itinerary. What I didn't tell my husband was actually I put myself next to Anne and I put him <laughs> next to Junior. In the middle seat, a couple rows behind. On the flight back. Yeah. So that we was needed great. our time. The rental car story, I will tell. Just want to give a shout-out to Hertz. I am in the President's Club. Nice. I, just through corporate affiliation. It certainly isn't based on my volume of car rental. But because of it, Hertz now, if you're in President's Club, when you arrive, you don't go to the desk. You go straight to, to the pickup, right? where your car is. There's a woman there with, like, an iPad. Yeah. You show her your driver's license. I like that. And you know what she says? Take whatever you want. Yeah. White. Go down row B and just grab 
anything. Keys are in it. I had reserved a full-size SUV, a weekly rate at about $550. Why not? My husband and I, with his golf clubs, my two bags, his bag, my purse, and my go-to emergency kit. And we've covered it on previous podcasts. Like, when you travel, it's almost like you bust out every bag you own. There are more bags and satchels and add-ons and bags inside of bags and garment bags and rolling bags. Oh, yeah, we had a garment bag. I mean, bag. like, there was, you went for four days, and, and I'm not lying, listeners. Six pieces. Six pieces just for her. Well, the good news was that my husband and I made the decision to go with the Chrysler Town and Country. It was the was that Pacifica. Oh, uh, whatever it was. She was nice. Leather interior, seated seven, auto fold down seats. Stow and go. And I said, I know we could have had the SUV, but I think Phil, this extra row is going to serve us well. It sure did. And boy, when no one could get an Uber signal at the reception yeah. at the um the ceremony. Ollie Ollie and free. up in the forest yeah in Asheville now I'm not gonna lie when I was in third row seat en route to mm-hmm. ceremony the living was easy really when I was in the second row going back to the airport after all was said and done yeah. with, with you driving I thought I was gonna hurl well I should have you should have you swerving through. you it's a high profile <laughs> she's swerving she pump uh, breaks it's it's like oh my god well and the other great thing, uh, in spite of your motion sickness, that minivan ran only $400. The wow. First, the first of many savings <laughs> that were realized over the course of Surprise the Surprise savings, too. So travel was great. Got in and got out. It was hard to reenter, mm-hmm. arriving Sunday evening into western New York at 630. When the temperature was like 20 degrees. And then we had to all get up and work Monday. Sure. Kids back to school. And this is Sunday, ladies. This is the Sunday after the wedding. I'll say it's been a rough week, yeah. a rough Reentry, mm-hmm. and this coming week's not going to be any easier. Well, and also you've had like this huge thing hanging over you for like twelve to eighteen months. Every day, at least some portion of the day, dedicated to logistics. And what are we going to do for the wedding? Now it's like, oh my god, I still got to unpack my suitcase. I got to get rid of all these clothes that don't fit. Well, that struggle's real. I've got to really re-engineer all the televisions in the house. Oh god, just well, please call Pete. Snyder. I did the Roku, the Roku. Yeah, call Pete. Him and Phil can figure it out, all and right. we can just sit and talk about them. <laughs> Please. Well, ladies. Love is love. Love is love. It was amazing. You put on a nice party for real. We're going to talk about, we're not even going to talk about what went well. I think let's just cut right to the chase and talk about who failed us. Oh, yeah. So stay tuned. Time for spanking. (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) Think back on all the tales that you remember of Camelot. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I am Ann Snyder. And I'm the mother of the bride. Well, you were the mother. I were, you was. You were the I mother was. of the bride. We were talking about just how amazing everything was. And to the naked eye, to the party guests themselves, and certainly to the bride and groom, everything went off without a hitch. But only because Anne was there 
every step of the way with the clipboard. <laughs> and the fire hose, putting out fires. Because <laughs> I'm cooling me off among, yeah, yeah. among those fires really was It me. was crisis negotiation. So, you know, I will say that, like, if people didn't know what the grand plan was logistically, no one would be the wiser. But you know. And I know, because you've been talking to me every single hour of every single day for the past year about how this is supposed to look and go and feel and be. So the vision, the vision, if you will. So I think it goes without saying we know there were some shortcomings. Mm -hmm. And now it's time to discuss those shortcomings Mm -hmm. so that we can help our listeners and future party planners know you don't have to just sit down and take it, damn it. You're paying for a service, and service <laughs> needs to be rendered. Well, let's say what went really well. I will tell you, the photographer, even though I have not seen their pictures, I think the actual photos will be amazing. I think the actual photos will be amazing. And but I was think... needed to stage <laughs> post-ceremony. Because he was genteel in nature. In he... roll call manner. Yeah, I mean. Every division of this combined family. Usually it's yeah. just like bride side, groom side. Mm-mm. This was like Blended families, t- cousins. Divided Old by people. Three. There's dogs. I mean, it was like <laughs> P.T. Burnham. That shot list. But Andy. Anne handled it well. And at the end of the day, the photographer, I think, will have essentially artwork as images. Because in this day and age, everybody's got the pictures. Mm -hmm. So the role of the photographer has really been elevated to art. Yeah, critical eye where you can capture like the little moments. So I think photography will be will be fabulous. I will tell you our officiant, the Reverend Howard Hanger, home run hashtag delightful Uh, amazing if you're ever in Asheville please please run don't walk although we did like the Catholic Basilica that was unable to offer time for a Catholic mass on a Friday but we did go to vigil mass on Saturday and that was spectacular spectacular and a full house the band Amazing. Home run. Home run. Um, Empire Emerald Band out of Nashville, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Based on playlist selections, they sent us essentially the band that plays for Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, the roots. With a female vocalist. Yeah. We had the roots. Yeah. I mean, the guy on keyboard, the guy on drums running vocals. And I was interested to hear how that worked. Like, you filled out a questionnaire about, like, what songs you liked, what songs you didn't. And by that, they kind of curated a playlist custom to your party, which was a home run. There is no singular Empire, Emerald Empire Band. It's an amalgamation of musicians. Right. And our amalgamation, they were roots. And they were fabulous. Fabulous. Sugar Cloud Baking. Run, don't walk. Delish. Home run. Cookies and cream. Red velvet. Chocolate. Red velvet. With the gold leaf dust. And the baker actually added the flowers. Mm -hmm. Speaking of flowers, stunning. Beautiful. Stunning flowers. For an outdoor ceremony, you rely really a lot on the natural landscape. But the the enhancements that were made with the beautiful flowers at the pagoda where they were married and just down the aisle, really great. Stunning. However. Flowers? (laughs) No, flowers were good. And I would say that the guest experience 
at the reception overall at the Grand Bohemian Spectacular. Mm-hmm. Cocktails, hors d'oeuvres. It was really a perfect space. Upgraded bar selection. Mm, naturally. The dinner. Prosecco uh, toast. Prosecco toast. Uh, the dancing. The lighting. The candles. The the speed in which our guests got first course, second mm-hmm. course, dessert. Cigars and s'mores. Cigars and s'mores. Home run. Thank that, you, Katie. The added... Um, I would say enhancements, the infused water, the blankets that we had at ceremony, a last-minute call to get blankets both to ceremony in case anyone was chilled, Mm -hmm. transported lovingly to patio for cigars and s'mores. Truth. Uh, I pulled a 12th-hour call that, given the Mega Millions jackpot, we were going to go and buy 100 Mega Million tickets at $2 each, (laughs) six hours before the wedding, and Anne and Liz handed them out at the reception. Home run. One teed up by Mother of the Bride. We were to spring into action. great. First (laughs) dance. Just a bride and groom. Fabulous. I mean, great. So, like all good events, what happens behind the drapes, we don't ever let our guests see. (laughs) But now that the checks have been written and cleared, the IRA loan (laughs) has been secured, (laughs) the credit card credit limit extended, and all dutiful membership points accrued. Yes. We want to tell you that we had mentioned the wedding planner Mm. on more than one occasion, uh, falling short, not being responsive to emails, sort of getting everything wrong. And and the bride, three weeks before, said, I'm done. Yeah. I can't take another crazy, frantic email or call from the planner that's supposed to keep me from getting crazy and frantic. So I, one of the other vendors stepped in as substitute wedding planner. And I would say that, that I would give that a C minus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The person that stepped in, it was not their primary role to be a wedding planner. They've done weddings. They were calm and lovely. But the sidekick on her cell phone mm. and then the cast of thousands who were there to make up for, the magic makers. Yeah, we yeah. we didn't. Know. Well, and, you know, we do. The, we said it before. We do events for a living and our expectations are high and deliverables are even higher. And like people should know what they're getting into and don't overpromise and under deliver to any event that that one of these Mrs. Snyder's is paying for. Because guess what? Someone going to get spanked. Well, there was some spanking, but mm. I don't want to get into any more detail. Yeah, no negativity. It was beautiful. I think it was a memory that they will have forever and certainly set the bar high for, you know, your next daughter getting married and for anybody who was there who's planning a wedding that you're going to be invited to. <laughs> well, and I don't want to get anybody, I don't want to get anybody teed up for engagement like i i need a i need a three to five year reset we need a window to repay (laughs) and reboot and quite frankly recover i mean the irony is i just finished paying that kid's student loans and now it's Mm. like i got another year of harvard to pay off enjoy enjoy well love is love we'll be right back (laughs) i am back to being just plain old mother and that's enough and that's enough i'm ann snyder I'm not.
We'll be right back. <laughs> Ask every person if he's heard the story. And tell it strong and clear if he has not. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we're going to finish up our wedding, our actual wedding segment. I still want to talk maybe about the day after. Uh, mm. Maybe not. I have asked Ann to share one of the readings that was done at the wedding ceremony because it bears repeating. So, Ann, this is from Union by Robert Fulgham, F-U-L-G-H-U-M. This was read at my daughter's wedding by the godfather of the bride. So let me see if I can get this to a satisfactory font size so that I, I don't can know. read. <laughs> <laughs> so just Ooh. pretend you're at the wedding. <clears throat> I was. And we will now have a reading by Ann Snyder, Snyder on Call. You have known each other from the first glance of acquaintance to this point of commitment. At some point, you decided to marry. From that moment of yes to this moment of yes, indeed, you have been making commitments in an informal way. All of those conversations that were held in the car or over a meal or during long walks, all of those conversations that began with, when we're married and continued with I will and you will and we will, all those late night talks that included someday and somehow and maybe, and all those promises that are unspoken matters of the heart. All these common things and more are the real process of a wedding. Please stop crying. The symbolic vows. I thought I'd shut my eyes like just to listen and I'm crying. Stop it. The symbolic vows that you are about to make are a way of saying to one another, you know all those things that we've promised and hoped and dreamed. Why well, meant it all, every word. Look at one another and remember this moment in time. Before this moment, you have been many things to one another, an acquaintance, a friend, a companion, a lover, a dancing partner, even teacher, for you have learned much from one another these past few years. Shortly, you shall say a few words that will take you across the threshold of life, and things between you will never quite be the same. For after today, you shall say to the world, this is my husband, and this is my wife. To which the amazing minister followed up with, now's the time. Like, you better be sure because we're going in. He didn't say for if anyone has uh, objections. Nobody objected. There wasn't a dry eye in the house. And it was read so eloquently by the godfather. The godfather. Literally. Uncle Chaz, the godfather of of the the bride. bride. And it was beautiful. And people that have been married for... Many, many years were crying and holding hands, and young lovers in love who are recently engaged were holding hands, and people that have been recently divorced but both got invited to the wedding. <laughs> Not so much making eye contact or holding hands, but there was affirmation. 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 Of nodding love of heads. And marriage and the, just how great it was. It was so is. great. Oh. It was so great. So that's, I mean, that's it. What more can we say? We're done. Congratulations. Mazel tov. 
Drop the mic, Mr. Done. and Mrs. Maui and Kauai. On to the next. <laughs> and I, and I, they don't want to have kids. We're going to have dogs. It's, and said, that's okay. okay and that's you. okay. All right. Cripes. All right. We'll be right back. I'm Julie. <laughs> I'm Ann. That once there was a fleeting wisp of glory called Camelot. Well, now that we're done talking about weddings, we have a couple of other things to talk about, Anne. Funerals. <laughs> and our trip to Boston. Oh, yeah. Because we were going to start with that, but we just got right yeah. into wedding. Yeah. The reality is that bef- even before the wedding, earlier in the month, Anne and I were both invited for a professional event, Patrick J. Kennedy at Hyannisport at the compound. The Kennedy compound. My Disney World. (laughs) So Anne and I prepared for that. We began in Albany. Well, I mean, if we're being honest, we began at the Destiny USA Mall in in Syracuse. We began that morning when I picked you up with two black coffees and our ideal protein bars. Wheels up. We drove from Buffalo to stopped at lunch at Destiny USA, which is an amazing mall in Syracuse. And I think we bought a bunch of we stuff. We did buy a bunch of stuff. Crammed it all in the rental car, forgetting that we were going back on a plane. Yeah. We did ship some packages. Oh, yeah, we did. Some and Anne had to buy stuff in her new size. Did all that come in yet? Came in, fits, wearing it. People really? love it. Yeah, yeah sure. Why not? Anne's got a whole new mojo going. Ooh. We also took our time to get a quick mani-pedi, I think. Did that happen there? No, that happened once we got oh, to Schenectady okay. at Casino Spa. Oh, yeah. That where was... we had to educate those girls. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> we went on to Schenectady, and a hospital there did an amazing women's night that we are corporately sponsoring. And Anne went on behalf of her health system because it's actually a great idea mm-hmm. for bringing back to her market. That went really well. We had a six-ounce tenderloin each and asparagus for dinner. Remember, we went to we the We also steakhouse? had the, the pureed cauliflower mash situation. Yeah. That was so good. And I did say, because we were at a casino, that it would be a good time for what I would call a It would be a good time for me, Anne, to educate <laughs> you on how to play slot machines. And boy, oh boy. We went over. I think I had two hundred dollars. What no. did I start with? Like a hundred. You started with a hundred. By the end of the night, I had two hundred sixty-eight dollars. Additional. Willy Wonka did not disappoint. Wheel of Fortune <laughs> also very good to you. Monopoly was not good. Monopoly was a snooze, but fun to play, visually appealing. And Anne and I did really well. And the um, best thing about the Monopoly game is that oh, in, s- instead of a single seat in front of the big lever, there was, it was like a love seat. So we got to sit on like a little bench together while she <laughs> educated me about how to let it ride. The next morning, before wheels up for Kennedy Compound, or Yarmouth, we had to drive all the way from Albany to Yarmouth, and that was on Thursday, Yeah, because the conference was first thing 
Friday morning in Yarmouth. Yeah. It was in Hyannis Port, but we stayed in, in Hyannis. Yarmouth. Right. So we got up, and before we checked out of the hotel, we went to the spa and said, hey, do you have any, you wouldn't happen to have openings for pedicures, because we figured we're going to be in the car for six hours. Mm-hmm. Do you know those two broads had an opening, and they... And then once they had us hostage in their tub, oh, and yeah. they were falling in love with us, I said, hey, gals. What are the chances of adding a manicure, manicure onto this? Well, they had earlier said they didn't have any time for it. But guess what? The power, power of Snyder, Snyder on, on call. call. They fit us in for manicure. So we were side by side in the tub, scrub tubs. Mm-hmm. And we were reading every magazine. Oh, sure. And oh we were educating God. our technicians. It People was... were coming in and out for massages. We mm-hmm. didn't care. We, we, didn't were, care. we were getting our toes done. And then we got our nails mm-hmm. done. And then we, we did check out. And it's important to note that at the women's event the night before, there were lots of little free samples and giveaways and discounts if you went to these vendors. Well, Chandra, my lady got a coupon for $25 off any purchase of $100 or more at Chandra's or Sandra's of Schenectady of Schenectady. So very near Union College, very crusty, crusty little town. She felt that she kind of liked the vibe that Sandra Chandra was (laughs) was promoting at her little at her booth. So she said, we're on our way out of town. We've got to get gas anyway. I have to redeem this coupon. So I said, you go alone. I do not support you in this endeavor. So I sat in the car. And, and it was an SUV. We it was a, like big, a big, gigantic one. SUV. So I sat in the car while she went in there literally for 23 minutes. <laughs> and I came out. And she comes out and she's like, oh, my God, where do you see what I got? And All I right, said. pause, pause. Yeah. Google Lauren Adams. Oh, God. Costume jewelry. Me? No, oh, I'm just, just the listeners. Listener. Okay, Lauren Adams costume jewelry. Go ahead, Anne. So what she comes. I... She comes out and she gets in the car. And I said, "So, how much did you spend?" And she said, "You won't believe the deal." <laughs> That's always. And then I said, "Just what did you get?" And she pulls out her her right hand and puts it in front of my face. And honest to God. She's wearing a gigantic costume ring that is just a little bit smaller than what I would imagine a Super Bowl ring would look like. It's a square. It's insanity. It's a Tanzania Tanzania. It weighs about 30 pounds. It's beautiful. We're going to, we got to post. You got to take a picture of that big thing. Lauren Adams, and you get a pink satin drawstring pouch. Lauren Adams is known for the cloisonne enamely. Stackable rings, stackable bracelets. Sure. But they do a limited edition of Super these Bowl ring. Crazy cocktail rings. Crazy. And they run about two hundred. But I had the twenty five dollars. You had a coupon. coupon. <laughs> Unbelievable. And this is like three weeks before the wedding. Now and for I'm, anybody I'm who was born in the ni- the late sixties and like lived through the seventies, think about those big pins that you used to get from Avon and you could pop it open and it had like a it had like a solid version of sweet honesty in it or pearls and lace. This ring could like pop open and have like a poison in it that she could like put into a drink or you could get like some sweet honesty. From like Batman. Yeah. There was like it's a Batman TV ridiculous. show. It was so gorgeous yep. and I was so happy to have that ring. I put it right on my finger mm. and off we drove 
all the way through the rest of New York. We crossed mm-hmm. Hudson River. Mm-hmm. We went Mass Pike. Sure did. We stopped like every two hours because we were drinking water, eating protein, right, drinking right. water, following eating protein. Following the diet. Following the diet. Thinking about our vegetables for dinner. <laughs> we we got to like the outer beltway of Boston oh. just as dusk approached. And we started per our GPS going south toward Cape Cod. Mm-hmm. Well, on the map, it looks like, you know, how how long of a drive could this be? 30 to 45 minutes. Mm-mm. It was bumper to bumper traffic. Because mm, it was Columbus Day weekend. It was pitch black. And Except we c- for the warm glow in the distance. What was that warm glow? Do you remember? Oh, the outlet mall. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. She was, like, following the star. She was following the warm glow. What was the name of that outlet mall? Off Saks Fifth. I don't know what the name of the mall was, but there was a Barney's Off Fifth. We quickly exited. Quickly. Because we had to use the restroom. Well, can I tell you the upscaleness of the upscale? We went to that Off Saks, and there was St. John knit pants and a, a baby Tiffany blue jacket. The St. John knit pants in black and that Tiffany blue jacket. And I had, had to, to have use it. the washroom. So I gave Anne my card. I said, I'm going to run to ladies. Get this. Have them wrap it up. And if for any reason it's declined, because I knew I was really close to my limit. Now, I'm having heart palpitation because, like, I would rather drop dead in that store <laughs> naked than to get denied <laughs> With the credit card at the registrar. But that's just another day in paradise for I mean, that's me. just another day shopping with Julie's night. Good news. It went through. By the miracle of Jesus himself. And again, did I remind you? It's three weeks before the wedding. I'd already said we're not buying anything. Anne comes to meet me. So now she's like, okay, I got it. I'm like, it's meet, all wrapped meet me up. at the car. And what was it that like blew your mind? What about blew that? my mind was that it was two items. Grant, granted, St. John, the jacket and the pants. And she gives me her Ritz-Carlton. No, I gave you my sax card. Whatever the heavy metal card yeah. was. And I don't mean heavy metal rock. I mean, Back up. the card itself is made out of metal. So I push it across the counter when the lady tells me that the purchase is like $579 for like 2 Items. Never mind. Tell our listeners. Oh yeah. What okay. the full so, retail? The full. How much did it? No, no. How much did we save? Well, you know when you shop at retail, when you shop at outlet places, on the bottom of your receipt, they give <laughs> you, you, you the saved. you saved today or today you saved or if you paid in full, this purchase would have been. So on the bottom of the receipt, it says congratulations. You saved $1,673. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? No, that's the St. John at full price. So she's coming from Warshroom. I've got package wrapped like it's being shipped across country lovingly. Again, did I mention? I've got Metallica credit card and I've got receipt. And I said, uh... Did you know that these two items were going to be this much money? And did you know 
that you saved like close to seventeen a mortgage payment. She was. I said that is like a mortgage pay. That is, and she's like, I know, isn't it great? I said, who's even gonna know? That this is St. John Knit, if you're not wearing it inside out to show the world the no, label. people know. She said. The people I'm that gonna, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. People <laughs> know. The people who know St. John Knit know. And the poodles are going to know. And I'm going to know. Pe- people are going to know. And those pants are so bloody long. They're for right. like Iman. I can't, I gotta get I can't like, wait till I get them to wear. I got <laughs> I can't wait till they're gifted to me because nothing gonna fit you. No, and then on to Yarmouth. By the way, at this point, it's like seven thirty, pitch black. We've been in the car since ten a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Where is Kennedy Compound? Where is this place? So when we come back, we'll tell you the rest of the story. Oh I'm God. Julie Snyder, <laughs> and dressed head to toe in Saint John knit. <laughs> we'll be right back. Called Camelot. Well, welcome back to Snyder on Call, on the road, headed to Patrick J. Kennedy's house. (laughs) I'm Julie Snyder. And I'm Ann Snyder. And we are en route to Kennedy Compound. It is a Thursday evening. It is pitch black. We are guests of a great national organization that oversees workplace safety, as well as an organization that runs medically assisted addiction centers. 95% of their clients are opioid, 5% alcohol. Mm -hmm. So we were right at home (laughs) driving, (laughs) driving south to Cape Cod. We were staying, was it the Hampton Inn Yarmouth? Yes, the Hampton Inn and Suites in Yarmouth. So Anne was in charge of the directions on the GPS. GPS. I was co-piloting. We drove... After we left St. John Net, we drove, <laughs> and I was like, okay, now we're getting near a drawbridge, a big bridge. And I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to go over this bridge. It's going to be right there. It's going to be right there. Not even close. You go over the bridge. You, you go around, around the roundabout. You go over a salty bog, a cranberry bog. And then back over a bridge. Then we went back over a different bridge because we were going way out to the tip of Hyannis. Yeah. But- before you get to Hyannis, you get to Yarmouth. Where our accommodations were. And By now, it's like 8.30. Eight, and we're star- I mean, we are starving because we've waited for our eight ounces of protein. Yeah. We talk about our veggies. We drink our water. First thing we do is check into Yarmouth, Hampton Inn or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. And we get all of our stuff upstairs and we just like Google restaurants. Maybe we had done it during that 45 minute ride along the. the I, that's when I did it. I looked it up. Bog. And we found Yarmouth House, which oh. got a lot of rave reviews. And we said, what the heck? It looks close to the hotel. Let's give it a whirl. We get in the car. Mm-hmm. We make a right-hand turn, and it's literally a mile away. Mm-hmm. It was spectacular in terms uh, of, like, it's like a local place that everybody goes. But started it, by Greek immigrants mm-hmm. 40 years ago. And decorated for Halloween in early October. <laughs> it and it was part part Ichabob Crane <laughs> and, and part Great Pumpkin Patch. And part crazy Greek family in the back probably yelling yeah. at each other. And inside the front window, like when you drove up to the place, 
you could see this thing. It was in the front window. A water well. A big water wagon wheel, like churn and real water. Buckets, buckets of water. And then when we got inside, it was... There was like Satan it in was, a dress. There was like so many... <laughs> Clowns. Extremely and- unique holiday-themed decorations and and the host is like uh yeah you ought to see this place at christmas he looked like the crypt keeper himself the bar had like bucket old school 1960s bucket seats yeah. and they were watching the patriots i think the patriots were on one screen Thursday and the night. red Sox were on another i mean it was like and the bruins were playing our buffalo sabers Saber. it was it like was crazy. insane so they took us to the front room and they sat us at a beautiful corner table and there were other lovers in the room as well <laughs> it was like, we <laughs> it was like date night in yarmouth and we we didn't they, know what we were gonna they get. They filled us up with water. I said, I gotta have a drink. And I said, I won't let you drink. Alone. I ordered a prosecco. And what the heck did you get? Gin and tonic. Oh my it was god, it was so delicious. Good. Maybe was, we, did we have two? We did. We had two. So we're going to the Kennedys. We were so now we're like twelve hours out from when we're gonna meet Patrick Kennedy, and uh, we're starving. And Anne is sitting at the table checking email, and she's like, "Wait, Uh-oh. wait." Uh, Oh, wait. And what is the email? Do you want to find that email? I'm sure I don't have it. My phone's oh, downstairs. My but it basically it says, like, the invitation baited us and lured us there under the guise of we were going to meet the Kennedy, Patrick Kennedy. He was going to host our conversation in the main house on the compound. And nobody ever gets And nobody on ever gets house. in or on or inside or whatever. And we were like, yeah, because nobody until Snyder on call gets invited. So now, night before... We get at e- Yarmouth House. At Yarmouth House. Over gin and tonics. <laughs> Run, don't walk. We get this email that says, terribly sorry, terribly sorry, but there's unforeseen repairs happening at the main house on the compound. So never fear, we're going to up the ante. And we have moved our discussion to another house, another mansion on the waterfront, two massive mansions down on the compound to a a house that's called Bramble Tide. Now, you can Google it. Bramble Tide is Or you can just look at our Facebook page because we we photographed that place within an inch of his life. We did video. What's that? Photographs (laughs) discouraged? No, we're Snyder on call. Our listeners demand that we document. We photographed every inch. I even took my camera to the bathroom. I'm sorry. I owe it to my listener. So we go to Bramble Tide, the summer White House. Wait, wait, wait. When we're we're eating our delicious chicken and vegetable Oh, my dinner. God. Was so like good. Like Yarmouth House No, chicken. you got some crab cake tarragon sauce. I didn't like, care. I could have drunk it. it I'm telling so you, good. I had chicken with vegetables. I've never had chicken that good. It I don't was know what marinated they, I, and In, in love. And, I don't care. But anyway, the whole so time good. Anne's like getting so worked up. She's like Googling Bramble Tide. Because yeah, I feel like I, I'm calling it Shamble Tide. I feel like I've been she lured said, under false pretense. Bait and switch. Mm-hmm. We, we knew that the day would begin at the hotel with a little bit of a seminar session introductory. Where everyone would express their street credibility, which made me real nervous also. And then we would go from there to Via the Shuttler. museum yes. in Hyannis, the Kennedy Museum, which was mm. started based on an eclectic uh, collection of private. copyrighted photos. Yeah. Oh, no, private photos. Only three of the photos in the John F. Kennedy Hyannisport Museum are in the public domain. So everything else in there is privately owned by the family. And it was really great. It, uh, photography also 
could not happen in there. But I think you, I think we, you'll like what we captured. <laughs> until we chummied up to the executive director. Yeah, friends now. A retired bank executive. Hey, John. He allowed <laughs> us unlimited. He gave us a nod. And to, wink and a smile. And allowed us. And then in exchange for that, when I got to gift shop, mm. I purchased items from said compound that is indeed under deconstruction and reconstruction. I purchased a pencil cup and an American flag from the lathe and the spindles Mm -hmm. of Widow's Walk and the master bedroom at Kennedy Compound. Mm -hmm. So we spent, again, with that metal card of mine, I put another $250 from the gift shop. Amen. And the best thing I bought was Anne got the genealogy map of the Kennedys, and she read that thing for the rest of our time together. And I've read it three times since then. (laughs) Well, when we come back, we will talk about uh, actually arriving to Brambletide, the meet and greet with Senator Kennedy. Congressman. And and his cousin, Christopher Kennedy, also our new friend. And my time on the chaise lounge (laughs) overlooking the... Parameters and boundaries mean nothing. (laughs) Nothing. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder Kennedy. And we are Snyder (laughs) on call, Kennedy (laughs) edition. Welcome back to Snyder on Call. This is Kennedy edition. The Kennedy edition. The Kennedy edition, the untold story of Bramble Tide. And Snyder on Call's first and likely last (laughs) visit to the Kennedy. Well, Anne and I finished our introductory meeting at the Hampton in Yarmouth. And then we checked out, put all of our things in our car because we were coming back there. And then we got on a beautiful shuttle bus Mm -hmm. where there were PhDs from UCLA. There were heads of um, the Metropolitan Transit Authority Safety Division. There was that real big guy from uh, the Electricians Union Union in Pittsburgh or Philly. There were industry leaders, there were PhDs, there were psychologists, there were addiction treatment experts. And Anne. (laughs) And Julie. (laughs) So now we get in the bus and everybody, no one else brought a companion, if you will. (laughs) So everybody's sitting singly. Anne and I snuggle right right next to each other. We could could have sat on each other's laps. I mean, we loved it. So now we're going to go on the the bumpy ride a la Jitney down to Brambletide. The compound. And the first stop is the Hyannis Museum, which we talked about in previous Mm -hmm. segments. Now, important to note about the compound. Like, you think compound, you think lockdown, you think main gates. The compound really is... It's just a neighborhood where all the houses in the neighborhood, maybe like four or five or six of them, are Kennedy-owned, and they're all close together. So it's a a huge piece of land where there's these multiple Kennedy-owned properties. Outposts, if you will. Yeah. On the... On a strip of rocky grass overlooking the Cape. And you could pull right up into the driveway of the main house where Joe Kennedy and Rose Kennedy and all the the main Kennedys, if you will, spent their summers, you know, during the 50s and 60s. 
Bramble Tide, on the other hand, was further down the road. Yeah. And a private access road was needed to get to the property. Bramble Tide actually became the summer White House. It was the site where Walter Cronkite had his famous interview with John F. Kennedy. The first televised interview with the United States president shown in prime time. And Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis, after her very sad stillbirth or miscarriage. He, Patrick, was born and he lived, I think, two or three days. After that, they actually came back to Bramble Tide with the children, John, John, and Caroline. And that was when President Kennedy, or was he Senator? He was President Kennedy. And he would come there. Brought them the dogs. He brought them puppies. And he, um, there are so many pictures in, Bramble Tide now is, is privately owned by Chris and Sheila Kennedy, who is uh, Bobby Kennedy's son. And C- Chris and Sheila own the property now and, and quite frankly, live in it. They live in it. We were in their house. This was like going to a party or an event at your friend's house, we, who's a Kennedy. <laughs> as we were approaching, everyone else quietly talking, checking email. Emphasis on quiet. I had my iPhone hanging out the window. I was taking movies. I was taking stills. I was taking pictures of me and Anne on the shuttle bus going to Kennedy Compound. I was afraid I was going to be odd man out, and I really had to girder my loins and my emotional intelligence to like keep my giddiness in check. It was like someone shot Julie out of a cannon. Well, at that point, I thought, you know what? Let it ride. We have a good friend, Trish, and Trish has taught us that there is nothing wrong with being your authentic self. For sure. And my authentic self was really giddy about being able to visit a part of this country given all the history, and to do it with Anne, who actually knew more about Kennedys than I did. Than the Kennedys knew about (laughs) themselves. So we pull up this gravelly driveway. We have to walk up the hill. There is this shake shingle house, sort of. It was a mansion. It's not a house. It was overlooking, and you could see why they used it as the summer White House, because it's the... Well, and they even said that it was used as a summer White House more so than any house closer down on the compound, because... Secret Service could actually secure it far better. Because it was so far out. So hard to get out on the road, yeah. So it was not as accessible by car. And certainly if boats were coming from north or south or east, you could see them. Mm -hmm. Any sort of British invasion, if you will. So we went in and quietly, here's coffee service, huge entrance hall, living room to the right, what dining I appreciated. room and kitchen to left. I appreciated all the family's jackets and sneakers and coats and stuff hanging like right inside the door. Because like they were all at like work and school while we were in their house invasion. having lunch with their cousin. A caterer was working diligently in the kitchen with the pass-through. The fire was lit. There was artwork from Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. that the Kennedy family had purchased. Mm-hmm. Who knew he did artwork? There was a school-size pull-down map of Cape Cod. Who knew in the dining room? It was also like if you were to go to a party or dinner at a friend's house or if someone were to come over here, you see family pictures on the, you know, the table in the foyer, on the walls. Like there were so many 
family pictures. They're not reprints. They're not posters. They're not these are Life magazine. These are their family pictures. And they included President Kennedy. They included Robert Kennedy. They included John John and Jackie and you know all the cousins. All the cousins. And Patrick, our new friend, Patrick Kennedy, was just talking about how his his aunt Jackie would come here and this was really her place of solitude and family. Like I'm 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 like on the edge of my seat. So and so when we come up the driveway, there are two redheads on compound. One of them Snyder on call, <laughs> and the other one Patrick. Patrick Kennedy. Kennedy. And he, we get, ginger see each other. Hashtag ginger, ginger lives matter. Ginger freckles. I mean, those two. We saw lock each eyes. Other. We lock eyes. They locked eyes. I was crying because just to see Anne so happy. Then we come in and they say. You know, we would just ask for discretion with photographs with the senator. So Anne and I, there's one picture of Anne. I'm taking a discreet picture, and you can see in the mirror. Behind her. There's Anne holding up her camera. And then there's a picture Anne took, and you can see me in the mirror. It's like... So at some point, the the doctor from UCLA, this woman, she was who, so serious from the David Geffen, a uh, David Geffen UCLA School of Medicine. She was so. serious. I don't think it's David Geffen. He's like a <laughs> music producer. Well, he gave a lot of money UCLA. All okay. I could, okay. All I could tell you is by the end, she was she, super serious. Her name was Doctor Michelle So and So. By the no Doctor Deanna or something. By the end of it, we were calling her Lil D. <laughs> like she wanted to be us. She wanted to be with us. She wanted us to do a selfie. With she wanted her, us with the to get a picture of her. It's not. He's not a senator. He's a former congressman. Whatever. We he's don't my care. friend. We Please call, show him some respect. I call him sir. Well, there's a picture. So we all were walking around t- t- taking discreet pictures. Trying not to spill anything. And, and having coffee. And now it was time to sit and have a few words about this very serious issue, which, by the way, I was taking copious notes. There were two big couches by fireplace. It was like book club. It was like celebrity book club. So all of a sudden, I go, Anne, sit on the end. Because we thought right by fireplace. She sat on couch one. I sat on couch two. Thinking Congressman PJ going to stand right at fireplace. And we'd be front row. We'd be flanking for any photos that would be taken. So everybody fills in. And all of a sudden... He comes into the circle. Drinking black coffee. Drinking black coffee. Recovery. And he sits on the couch next to Julie. Oh, my. Now, I have a picture of Julie looking like the Cheshire cat sitting right next to him, literally on the edge of her seat, literally on the edge I of the couch. I cannot believe of, like, the 18 to 25 people in the living room of the Kennedys, Bramble Tide, Bramble Wood. This guy... He seeks out big blonde, me. yeah, because he, he wanted to sit across from me. He wanted to sit that's, across from his ginger. So then we have like a real serious discussion. <laughs> I weigh in, she weigh in. A lot of nodding, a, a lot, lot of affirmation. Of I'm at one point. I'm like, I'm going to start giggling because <laughs> I am sitting next to this guy. Anne is like, Anne's jaw is like, you know how when someone's smiling and then uh, you look uh, like the Joker. The lip goes down. I, I look and, like Heath Ledger in the Anne Joker. Had like, like a little bit of drizzle, drizzle coming up. <laughs> she, 
So now it's time for lunch, and yeah. we all are called into dining room. With Which, the by the way, fireplace. they mumbled jumbled the seating chart, so I couldn't have my lady next to me. No, we were all seated separate. I was next to the president of our host, the CEO. I, I don't even know who the people at I, my table were. You were sitting the. Oh, I sat with Lil D. Lil D. <laughs> I sat with Doctor from David Geffen. And I sat like. with the the lady who runs the Metropolitan Transit Authority oh, yeah. in New York City. She was real deal. So and the, I sat with the gang. Gangster who the mobster who runs the oh. Pittsburgh Construction Company. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was in good company. So at some point, I we we were all going to go outside for a picture with with the congressman. So we finished lunch and maybe before dessert served, I get a phone those pictures call. never have surfaced. By the way, no, I have to go outside to take a phone call, and I go out and the sun is shining, and I figure I'm just gonna. Sit gingerly on one of the six chaise lounges. Mm-hmm. And before I know it, I, everybody is outside staging out for the photo. Staging. She's laying on the chaise lounge. I had hosiery on. At Bramble Tide with her sunglasses on, on the phone. <laughs> taking a and call. And her legs crossed, taking a call. Like she's a bloody Kennedy. And while I was out there, a long haired dachshund came out with some other ginger chasing <laughs> and it was that which Kennedy, it was the homeowner chris kennedy yeah, he had chris, white hair but chris hey, kennedy come out chasing the dog and he's and, like hey hey pa- patrick around and the dog <laughs> tinkled right on the slate next to me wow and stranger, then the dog stranger danger dog dog went out to grass so we took some group pictures we had a great conversation and then she made me and patrick pose together he was hanging on to me like for dear life he we'll put show his that arm picture. around you he's squeezing me tight to say it's okay ginger i got you it was unbelievable. maybe he wasn't saying we that. took a video you'll have to see i mean bottom line is that snyder on call has some street during cred. the day during the daylight hours our jobs brought us to that amazing opportunity we finished up we get back on the shuttler they were going to do a debrief at the hotel but the the hosts were like no everybody's got to get on the road it's like okay so by now it's like 4 30 friday of columbus day weekend in boston and my assistant said do you want to fly back and there's a flight at 7 30 and no. i was like there's no way and I said, but we have a friend, so never fear. <sighs> Robin. Robin Hingham, from Hingham. That's where we're going to stay. So when we come back, we're going to wrap this up, tell you about the next 24 hours where we did Boston right. Yeah, we sure did. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. Kennedy. Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to Snyder on Call. Well, it's been an amazing <clears throat> couple of weeks, Anne, since For we were sure. last in studio. We had the wedding. We had the, the business compound. trip. I won at Willy Wonka. I mean, and what else What else could you do? Now Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, on to the next. Life journey. We're going to wrap up our time in Boston just to say that on that Friday after we wrapped up our time discussing the opioid epidemic and treatment options. And my obsession with the Kennedys. And medication-assisted treatment is really the way to go. And I think that what I will tell you about addiction, opioid addiction requires long-term medical intervention. It should be viewed not as a weakness. It should be viewed as an illness. 
very much like a type 1 diabetic, is treated with insulin. Someone that is battling addiction can and should avail themselves to medication-assisted treatment. We did learn a lot, so that was great. We departed the Kennedy compound and headed north for Hingham. Our dear friend Robin agreed to host us. She lives in a salt box on Main Street in Hingham that has been renovated. It's from the 1800s, but I mean, to walk in it, you Uh, would say. House beautiful. House beautiful. So we arrived just in time for Robin to make a healthy dinner. We did drink cocktails. Yeah. And And we danced and we sang. We did dance. Enjoyed Robin and Warren. And got up the next morning. We went to a linen sale, I think, on the other side of town. Yeah, and it was the weather could not have been better for those three days. Glorious sunshine, beautiful fall foliage. And our flight out of Logan was what time? 6.30 or 8.30? It was at 8.30. So we knew Robin was starting the celebration of her birthday month, and we could not get to that birthday party. So we so we got out of the way. We got out of the way, which is something about being a house guest. In addition to all of our beautiful hostess packages that mm-hmm. we brought Robin, we knew it was time to exit. We took said rental car, and the first stop was Fenway Park. Yeah, because we got to pay respect to we my beloved Sox. We love the Red Sox. We went to the best Red Sox gift shop. Then we went and had an amazing Greek lunch slash dinner. I forgot about that. Went that to Target fun. and Marshalls. Always. In Back Bay. Yeah. Is that where? That's Back Bay. Yeah, it's like right there. And then we took ourselves right over to Logan Airport. Probably at like 530, we had to return we had to a rental return car. return the car. We had a lot of packages. Well, important to say, when we did go to Target and Marshalls, oh, yeah, we, we, we had to buy a suitcase because four. to put our four suitcases. <laughs> it was like to put our packages and purchases in. It's like a clown car. For $99, <laughs> you get not one, not two, not three, but actually four pieces of luggage, two of which are just like little totes. Yeah. But two separate roll-ons that we stuffed to the gills. For sure. With all the junk we had bought. Not the least of which was the St. John Knit. St. John Knit. And then we got over to Logan to JetBlue with plenty of time to sweet talk our gate agent mm-hmm. and i said ann watch me now watch and learn like i'm always i'm a student I'm a student. And Watch and learn. Yeah, go ahead and tell our listeners. Well, we each had a separate ticket, and we were not sitting together, and we were just in. And we had now four pieces of luggage. We sure did, and only one for each of us would be free covered. So my lady and her metal credit card worked the magic. <laughs> sure did. And I don't know how that bloody card had one penny <laughs> left of room. But our darling little girl at check-in, she... Who used to work at the Ritz-Carlton. Right. She appreciated the metal card. At Ritz-Carlton Rewards. Uh, and she shared with us that she had a little leeway for perks and bennies and whatnot for the for the passengers at her discretion. She upgraded us to even more legroom free of charge. Yep. And guess what? First um, whatever first group you want. to board. First group to board. And guess what? Bring all your bloody bags. No charge. Comp. Comp. 
So we went to our gate. We got on our flight with all our bags and parcels and packages. We enjoyed even more legroom. We and TV. And TV. And free headsets. And free headsets. That's a quality headset, by the way. With a pouch. I, in a felt pouch. That's like a boiled wool pouch. Holy I mean, moly. We like quality. We couldn't believe what and all the Did upgrades. we mention the drinks? So... We get back to Buffalo. We take the shuttler with all our packages and suitcase and luggage. Oh, it was great. Right over to where my lady had. No, I drove. And then I drove you to pick up your car and we At couldn't the get dealer, in. the dealer. We yeah. couldn't get in the car. Struggle's yeah. real. You don't care about that. But long story short, long even story more time short. together. I drove you home and we And then like I uh, the the last two trips we take I have to go through like withdrawal. Yeah. Cuz I'm so used to like talking to you every minute of the day yeah. and then when yeah. you, when we go back to our real lives other like, people need us. It's like, oh, where's the Yeah. <laughs> Well, listen, this was a great month. It was a great so trip. Great. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to just sign off with our skinny update. I'm Julie Snyder. I'm Ann Snyder. You're listening to Snyder on Call. Well, Ann, this is the last segment of Snyder on Call, Mm. post-Mother of Bride edition. Post-Kennedy compound edition. Post-Diet Phase 1, Phase 2, dare Mm. I say, pre-Phase 4 edition. It is the pre-Phase 4 edition because we are winding down on the protocol and we are actually getting ready for what I'm calling to be released back into the wild. Into the general population, a re-entry, if you will. Where people just eat what they want, when they want. They have to make healthy choices, and you're not weighing in with a stranger every week. You're just set loose to roam free. And we don't like it. No. It's nerve-wracking, because like, you never really thought about it when you were imbibing and just gorging yourself on all these carbs and sugars. And then for eight months, you think about every bite, lick, taste that you put in your yap. And, now, and it's mostly vegetables, and water, and yeah. lean protein. But now they're telling me... And you lose a gazillion pounds yeah. while you're at it. So now they're telling us that, hey guys, guess what? Get ready for re-entry. You can have a slice of multigrain bread. You could have a yogurt. You can have, thank cheese. you, Jesus, cheese and oatmeal and... I think it's exciting, and the day that they told us we could start integrating that stuff back in, I went right to my office and got a yogurt. And eating it, it was so delicious. It but was I, good, wasn't I it? I also felt like, oh, my God, I'm eating a yogurt. Like, I, it's a head game all day long. All day. Skinny problems. And I think if we now want to maintain and continue. We want to maintain, not gain. Mm-hmm. But not be weirdos either. Now is really the real test. Mm. We are on phase three. We're going to move to phase four in another week. Mm -hmm. And we are reintroducing foods. We're really still very vigilant about portions. We still need four cups of those great veggies. Still drinking water like it's our job. But we're adding back nutrients that we really have denied our body because you have to have these nutrients. Without them... For a short period of time, you are burning, burning, burning the fat, melting your fat. Mm-hmm. But now it's time to like not wither away to nothing and learn how to manage and control. So 
I really do believe that we are not anywhere near the end of our journey. I oh, almost no. feel like we're just really starting. That we were in boot camp. Yeah. We survived boot camp. But now we're being released but now back into the wild. Yeah. Now we're going to war. Like, yeah. we made yeah. it through boot camp, and mm-hmm. now we have to figure out how to go in and defeat the enemy every day. Every meal. Special ops. <laughs> Special ops, for sure. Jesus, Mary And Joseph. even, the, I just I think the know. amount of food that we have to now reintegrate, I think you summed it up best when you said, like, your belly felt like it was distended. Because now we have to jumpstart our metabolism early in the morning with a big lumberjack yeah. breakfast that we have been denied for eight months. So now... The, the the quantity of food that we have to eat in the morning within an hour of waking up is is overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And our stomachs have shrunk so much that it's it's almost like you pack it away because that's what the diet planner says to do. But then your belly feels like super full and hard. Like you could be done eating for the day after breakfast. It didn't. The wedding week, even though we ate and drank with abandon, we didn't. We thought like, "Oh my god, we're gonna put out five pounds." We're gonna put. We didn't. I I lost. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So we are gonna continue to really take care of ourselves and be in control and be empowered that we're in control. We are also very empathetic to people who are struggling with weight Mm. and other issues because they are flocking to us like subject matter experts like we are the dolly bloody llama (laughs) i mean everywhere i go people want to pull me aside and whisper can you talk to my niece can you talk to my daughter i've taken three confidential phone calls at my office people texting me it's nuts it's nuts, and I hope that we can sustain for our own good, yeah, for our own like health. I want to. I got to keep it together, Anne. I know. But I will tell you. Um, in addition to this pile of clothes that, that I really do need to have resolution about, I went back to Lace and Day mm. and had to get three more new un- bras, undergarments, I can't even, yeah. and they are taking all my old undergarments mm-hmm. and they are working with a very good local charity that helps women mm-hmm. and they say no matter what the condition of those bras i mean some of them if they're really ratatatty they'll right. probably shred them but a lot of them they say are really going to good use they have life in them still but oh pay my god pay it forward pay, pay it, it forward. forward i got to deal with these clothes I got to get ready for Thanksgiving. Uh, we got to think about Christmas. Uh, <laughs> Stop the train. And I'm going to just end Snyder on call with this little nugget of news. Oh, no. Which my husband does not know. Oh, God, no. No, don't even say the word. Don't even <laughs> say the word. My daughter. No. The maid of honor. No. Had a wish. No. To go to Vegas and see Lady Gaga acoustic and jazz. <laughs> and no. while my son was playing squash yesterday in the ladies' locker room, I used my phone to call M Life Rewards MGM. And I have purchased what? five tickets. What? To Lady Gaga for myself, for one other poodle and her daughter. For my two daughters, oh my that's God. five. Oh, my God. And I have booked at the Bellagio. Oh, my God. <laughs> Friday, Saturday, and Sunday when night. When is this? I have booked a penthouse suite. <laughs> <laughs> now, I don't care about the show, but if I buy my own flight, can I sleep on the floor? Yeah. Um, when is that? It's 
Gaga's show, so she does two shows. She does like a pop show. She's in residence at MGM. Well, of course she is. She does jazz and acoustic. And that's stripped down. It's got to be spectacular. I'm doing jazz and acoustic. Why not? More intimate. February 3rd. Wow. Vegas. Going out two days early. (laughs) I have to tell my husband. Good luck. Well, I still have to take him up to Toronto for his birthday. And I will fit that in. It might need. And didn't we talk about Bruno Mars on New Year's Eve? Is that Vegas? Yeah. With Robin. With Robin? Yeah. I'd rather go on that trip. All right. Well, let's look into that, too. I am M Rewards. No doubt. And after that wedding, I mean, they should be paying you to come out there. I'm Ann Snyder. And I'm Julie Snyder. Thanks for the journey. Snyder on call. Each evening from December to December, before you drift to sleep upon your cot, Think back on all the tales that you remember of Camelot. Ask every person if he's heard the story and tell it strong and clear if he has not that once there was a fleeting wisp of glory called Camelot. Once it never rained till after sundown. By 8 a.m. the morning fog had flown. Don't let it be forgot that once there was a spot for one brief shining moment. 